Hey guys, it's Paul, and I'm joined here by the rest of the team. And today we're going to talk about a little prompt uh, that we came up with in the meeting about food. Um, just food in general, anywhere, uh, from your imagination, from the real world, from your experience, from your viewing experiences, fictional and non-fictional. So each of us has come up with a uh, three or more course meal composed of ingredients from the real world or the fictional world that come together to give a cohesive whole, a taste and flavor and tell a story, which is what food is all about. So, hey, Paul, hey, Paul, hey, Paul, does food from my sleep paralysis dreams count? <laughs> <laughs> Who has a sleep paralysis dream about food? I'm asking for a friend. What friend? Guy <laughs> Fieri. So a sleep paralysis <laughs> demon? Guy <laughs> Fieri is the sleep paralysis demon that sleep paralysis demons see. <laughs> Welcome to Flavortown, kid. Nothing personal. Jeez. Yeah, so we'll be riding that train to Flavortown when we each talk about three-course meals. <laughs> <laughs> But first, a word from our sponsors. Take it away, Sam. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by the concept of the school taking our shit away, packing it in boxes, putting it in melon. Give us our stuff back, Taywa. Why do we have to email you like 40 years in advance? only to get you to see, be like, yeah, talk to Francis. And then when we get in touch with Francis, you're like, she's like, yeah. Talk to Tewa. Talk to fucking Tewa. And it's this infinite Niv-Mizzet loop until finally, <laughs> finally, somebody's like, yeah, maybe just talk to public safety. And then public safety's like, are you registered to be here? If not, talk to Tewa. And then it's just this incestuous loop that constantly goes around. It's an Ouroboros of pain. If you will, the St. John's Please, College just, Infinite Combo. Hard. First of all, what is this Ponzi scheme that you're running, Canelos, where you're like, yeah, we'll just pack their shit up without telling them. And now they have to pay us to get their possessions back. And guess what? It's all going to be crushed because we're just throwing them in fucking melon somewhere and having public safety shit on them every other fucking day. <laughs> so. <laughs> You heard it here first, kids. The public safety agents are pooping on your possessions. Secondly, and, and also, it just, it just makes no sense. How are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> How are you? Oh, yeah. So now on to this totally organic and side-splitting segment. Sam, what do you have for me? So, guys, uh, nice candlelit dinner. Uh, food? What do you want? Uh... So who wants to go first? Nick. <laughs> Nick, you've been volunteered. Uh, All right. Yes, you, Sam. Go. No, Nick, you go. All right, fine. No, Max, you go. <laughs> I'm saying it's my turn on the olive oil. <laughs> what is it with you, me, and olive oil, Nick? <laughs> What? Im Italian cuisine. I think yeah. this is like the second time either you or I have been like, yeah, and then we drizzle it with olive oil. Olive oil. 
What's wrong with olive oil? Nothing. It's just very funny to me. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. It's olive oil. Yeah, we're gonna go drink that after we <laughs> right. right? Yeah. We're gonna go upstairs and just both of us kill that bottle of olive oil. Exactly. There was a um, shop in Annapolis that had like fucking seventy different types of olive oil. I think it closed after like three weeks, but. Yeah, because I drank it all. Cool. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Got it. You heard it here first, kid. The secret to making good fencers is drinking olive oil. How do you think we beat Drexel? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, only in one sort type out of three. Oh, yeah, no. We beat them in the oh, one that matters. Yeah, you know, our foil team really could have held a candle <laughs> to Drexel. <laughs> My dish is just Sam Dietrich sliding around with olive oil like a slug. My dish is the olive oil slipping slide. I just want to say... From Street Fighter, right? It was just an olive oil. Just like pouring it all over myself and sliding around. I just want to say I'm in no way affiliated with olive oil. Um, I use only grapeseed oil. Yeah, because you're smart, Bao. You use oil with like higher smoke points. Brennan, yeah. I, I also use. Uh, well, actually, isn't grapeseed oil one of the ones with lower smoke point? No, it's. Uh, I think it's higher. Yeah, I, I think it is higher because grapeseed, avocado, and canola are the ones that like you should use. No, no, no. Uh, the only use for an avocado is uh, if you mash it up and pour sugar all over it and put oh. ice in it. There's no other way. Guacamole? No, no, none of that. That's okay. So you know what's funny? You know what's funny is Paul and I made that drink. Yeah, it's it's like an actual thing you do in yeah. Vietnam. Yes, no, yeah. we made that drink. We like made it a couple days ago. Fun like wow. it's funny that you bring that up. We like took like chunks of avocado, ice, condensed milk, milk and sugar and like blended yep. it. And it was really good. It was refreshing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very nice. Try it. And then realize you've been missing out on <laughs> the real uses of avocado. Fuck off, Robex. Step aside. <laughs> Wow, that was pulled out from a blast to the past. Is Robex like a Nova thing, Nick? I think so, yeah. Oh, Robex is like a dark memory that I didn't realize that I had. Want to explain to our audience? Yeah, so Robex is like a smoothie place, but it's like one of those like weird, creepy health smoothie places yeah. where they're like, if you don't do like 30 wheatgrass shots, you're a slob who deserves to die. And like, I don't know if they hand select employees that treat fitness in their body like a combination of <laughs> and but they select like employees that are all like weird fitness buffs who are all also not in shape. So they just judge you. <laughs> like it's oh, the, net, the net value that you receive is somebody judging you for your choice in like smoothie. And they're all healthy smoothies, but there's like tier lists of healthy smoothies, right? So if you get like the like mango, raspberry, calf pump or whatever, they'll be like, "Are you sure? Are you sure your biceps? They're looking. They're looking pretty, pretty thin. You want some like wheatgrass shots?" And their like whole thing is like wheatgrass shots and ginger. And I don't fucking understand why. Like, if you don't get a wheatgrass shot with your smoothie, it's like French fries at McDonald's, where they're like, yeah, you, you want fries with that? Like, they're like, you, you want a wheatgrass shot? But if they're like at McDonald's, if you say no, the employee's like, oh, you made the right choice. But at Robex, they're like, no, leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That could have been the sponsor. Like, like, you're like, you, you go like, oh yeah, like, do you want like the chocolate chip smoothie, whatever? And you're like, yeah, that sounds like good. I'm a kid, right? Like the last time I went to Robex, I think I was like ten. I was. 
<laughs> so the same year. So the same year, basically. Yeah, but we never yeah. went back as like fucking adults because every time you you would because when I ordered the chocolate chip one, the guy like looked down at me and he was like, "You'll never grow if you drink that." No, like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Some... It's a health food. If everything there is healthy, then how can the things be not healthy? I don't understand. You ever, Sam, did you ever get an audible groan for wanting peanut butter in one yes, of these Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying, the peanut butter chocolate chip one. You're like, <laughs> I want that one because you're a kid and you're like, I want to have a fucking childhood. But then they're like, no. Oh, the peanut butter one. Ugh, we got to cater to this What child. is this Nova food hell? So anyways, a Nando's just opened up by <laughs> I think the fucking Robex in Clarendon uh, closed. The Robex in Star- Sterling closed, too. Uh, the one in, like, right by my house in Ashburton, though, is still open. But anyways. Oh, well, hmm. Let's go firebomb it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode's sponsor is... Don't say um, it. Don't, no, don't say it, because we're going to get a new hot nut strike like the peachy water. We can't do that again. So anyways, your appetizer and meal and dessert, Nick. Me? Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, all right. So my three-course meal is an Italian-style meal from three different video games to try and give like an idea of the food that you'd have in those places. As far as I know, I don't fucking... Um, (laughs) The meals from Ride to Hell Retribution mix it up back here. It's just bacon and eggs, but it will crash your computer. All I can imagine is fucking what Thou is saying, which is like 36p at 14 FPS of you eating some bacon and eggs off a woman's ass and Ride to Hell. <laughs> that would make the game much better than it is currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So you're Italian style meal. Yeah. Alright. So the appetizer um is some mozzarella balls on a salad. Um it's a leaves from a bay leaf and a leafy on. Uh, sauteed in olive oil with some onions, a bit of lemon juice, and some butter. Um, it's it's the mozzarella balls are made from the milk of a milk tank um, and are formed into half-dollar coin-sized mozzarella balls sprinkled around on top of the leaves. Um, and a few uh, petals from a maractus and a roserade uh, sprinkled over uh, the whole dish with a little bit of lemon zest. Mm. Yeah. Zesty. Lemon zest. I would just like to point out that Leafeon does not actually have leaves on it. That's just its ears and tail, which have the coloration of a leaf. <laughs> well, I guess we ain't going vegetarian today. <laughs> Chicken Caesar it is. <laughs> except Leafeon. <laughs> you didn't need to point that out. I was cutting costs. <laughs> it's actually just grass you grab from your backyard. You say it's leafy you know. You can tell the difference. Just add some old bales taste the same. <laughs> Alright, what's your what's your entree, Nick? Alright, my my main course is is from Monster Hunter World. It's um the cat. The cat from Monster Hunter World. Yes, it's a palico. It's just a straight-up palico. 
Uh, you eat the whole thing for included. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's <laughs> a delicacy. Uh, well, I mean, I guess delicacy, yes, considering they're supposed to be your partners and not eaten, so, yeah. I, I, How does that make it a delicacy? Because no one does it, usually. That's not what a delicacy is. I mean, fair. Okay, anyway. <laughs> no one eats their cats, either. That doesn't make cat a delicacy. I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I would like to change my entree to my cat. <laughs> Which one? Which one? Uh, the fattest one possible, so Shanti. So, uh, so Neo? Yes. You just he'll still be hearing a scream as you begin to eat. That's horribly morbid. But anyways, anyways, uh, I love Shanti. So there's an there's a monster in Monster Hunter World uh, called the Devil Hill, and it's really big and green, uh, and it kills other really big monsters. Um, so its tail is ginormous. Um, so what I would do is I would. Uh, cook it on a... I would cook the devil toe tail on a rotisserie um, and spin it around a bunch of times. And then uh, when it's ready, uh, the chef would personally wheel the devil hotel out still on the spit to the table and cut thin slices off the tail onto a plate of uh, fresh lettuce um, and some thickly cut Pacino tomato slices with a little bit of freshly chopped cilantro and a drizzle of olive oil over it. And um, along with this, um, like, it's not a super big dish. It's kind of medium-sized uh, for each person. There'd be a second dish would be a, which would be uh, a wild rice and nitro shroom risotto made from the bone broth of the, the rest of the devil the rest of the devil hoe as a stock hey hey paul do you want to get food after we record <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure so what's your what's your uh, dessert nick because that sounds like sort of like a prime rib setup and i really yeah. i'm digging that i'm a level of you yeah um so my dessert comes from near um, which means you're going to be leaving without eating dessert. Um, <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> it is uh, machine oil tiramisu. Um, Nick, that sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> no, no, no. Let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. <laughs> I trust his abilities. So tiramisu normally has uh, lady fingers, which are these small little... Uh, I don't really actually know what they are. They're just... What? Um, <laughs> I trust his ability. Yeah, these no. things, I don't know what the fuck they are. I don't know. It's, a type, it's a type of wafer, I believe, called a ladyfinger. Because um, they are long and very thin. Um, so I would be replacing those, because you obviously can't find them on the desolate earth, uh, with small iron rods dipped in coffee. Um, layered with uh, three of the last eight eggs along the world that have been whipped with uh, some sugar and an old mascarpone. Uh, I don't even know. how do you how do you how do you pronounce that? Is it mar is it mascarpone? 
Bitch, you wrote the recipe. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> so there's a um there's an ingredient in tiramisu or an, uh called mascarpone, which is basically the Italian version of cream cheese. Um so if you're lucky, you could find an old can from like, I don't know, 74 to 100 years ago on the ground. Uh throw that in and some crushed cacao beans. And then um, to make it look a little bit more stylish, add a little bit of grass and some of those small little strawberries that you find on the ground that are super tiny and probably poisonous. Just drop a little of those on there as well. You were doing so well until we got to dessert. Oh my god. <laughs> Truly the chef boyardees of our time. <laughs> yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my meal. I mean... I'm digging it up until the tiramisu, but again, Nick did promise us that we'd be leaving without eating dessert, so... Yeah. Well, I wanted to... What do you have against tiramisu? I, I wanted to do it in a style from Nier Automata, and... No, I like it, no, I, I like yeah. the concept, but for me, personally, I can't eat iron rods, so... <laughs> maybe that's why I don't want it, Max. You gotta get those mouth implants, then. The tiramisu is made from motor oil, iron rods, and the whipped eggs from the last eight eggs on the planet. Yeah. And some mascarpone that you found in a can that expired, like, a hundred years ago. Just wondering how Nier Automata made the shortlist for, uh... for candidates here. Uh... Why not? That's a, that's a good point. Moving on. Damn. Damn. <laughs> There's a, a, compelling, a compelling argument for Mr. Turner here. In response to Mr. Wright, who, incidentally, is next on the chopping block, would you like to tell us what your three-course meal is? Yes. Uh, well, we're going to start out with a delicious... Okay, so my first off, uh, my entire course is from the world of Pokemon. Now, we did not try particularly try to be too ethical i mean obviously we didn't hurt any animals that could avoid being hurt we went everything is killed in a humane fashion with as little pain as possible that being said uh, we'll start off with a tentacool slash tentacruel grilled calamari lightly seasoned with black pepper and rosemary with a side by a small cup of shelter clam chowder uh cooked with a theme after the new england clam chowder style with a refreshing beverage of anything other than fiji uh, we'll then move on to our main course, which will consist of, uh, I don't have quite an elaborate description as Mr. Turner did, but it will begin with um, a small, maybe six ounce grilled taros uh, ribeye steak seasoned with rosemary and garlic butter. Uh, we'll, I was considering a, a milk tank, milk braised wulu shank, but wulu is too cute. I like wulu a lot. It's a really cute Pokemon, so it, I don't think anyone would be able to kill it without feeling a little bad. So I'm just going to skip that one. Also, Giraffe Rig also sounded great, but but I think it's endangered, so no. Um, we then will be offering up, uh, as the second part of the main course, a, uh, a far-fetched uh, with a, a delicious duck. Uh, it actually comes with the celery leek stick that you would help to cook with, which makes it really convenient for anyone looking to consume a far-fetched. Uh, that would make up the majority of the main course. We would then move on to the dessert, 
in which we would be uh, serving a Slurpuff meringue with Alacreamy produced whipped cream. Both of these would not have to be killed. They produce both of it themselves. Um, before anyone feels bad about uh, Farfetch'd, it's actually canonically hunted almost to extinction at one point for being so delicious that they started rebreeding them. So there's plenty of them to go around, and they're, they taste very good. Nice. Nice, locally sourced, fictional, ethical meal for Mr. Wright. I enjoy it. I like the theme, unified theme. I would enjoy it as well. There's quite a few Pokemon inclusions on my list as well. But by far the most interesting concept is probably Bows. Would you like to go next? Well, you speak as if you already know what I'm going to say, Mr. Uh, Dietrich, as if we've already recorded this episode yeah, well, once and now we're just restarting. One of us was a bit too problematic on the previous recording and his name was Sam Dietrich, so we had to restart, so I'm in the timeout corner. So would you like to talk about your <laughs> His name was Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, I did not draw inspiration from any canonical fantasy universe. Uh, what I did was, um, I picked a song and made a meal out of every edible ingredients mentioned in the lyrics of that song. And the song I picked was Potato Salad by ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator. All right. Yeah, and I mean, wow. Um. Well, there there were other options, of course. You know, other other songs that comes to mind when you look up like food rap songs. There's um Rick Ross's Dice Pineapples, which only actually had Dice Pineapples in the lyrics. <laughs> One kind of it's kind of let down. It's like twice. It's a good song though. Yeah, yeah. Um. Another option was Skilo's The Burger Song. But that's just like McDonald's. So that's also out of the question. Um, third option was Schoolboy Q's Collard Greens, which had three ingredients that you could have cooked with. Um, collard Greens, liver, and marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but that's also very limiting. The most, yeah. diffi- the most difficult one I found was not um potato salad the song but it was actually Raekwon's ice cream because that song is packing and I could not devise a meal because it's just in the second line it's french vanilla butter pecan chocolate deluxe caramel sundaes ice cream truck honey dips you you get the idea right there's like sea, crabby like seafood and yada 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 so that's very difficult and um I would uh, I would be intrigued to see if anyone could uh, devise a meal. <laughs> now, another worthy inclusion that I feel like I should mention is LL Cool J's Milky Cereal. Mm, so soggy. Which has oh, a nice bowl of cornflakes in the morning to smooth you out, uh, frosted flakes, and um, yeah, Cheerios and Mutant Ninja Turtles. It, and Fruit Loops. So, anyways, the song I decided to go with is not Nas's Fried Chicken. It is Potato Salad by ASAP Rocky and Tyler, the creator. And to make it dif- more difficult, um, I picked every ingredient that is e- potentially edible except for the potato salad. 
the list that we end up with is cold shoulder, alligator, beef, <laughs> thick water, whipped cream, lean, mouses, cat food, acid, rocks, bread, and corn. Now, before I move forward, is there any questions? Yeah, um, a couple. How are you going to eat a rock? Rocks can also mean ice. Okay. But rocks can... I, I took rocks in a different direction. Uh, we use actual rocks that we cook the food upon. Oh, like charcoal? Ooh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Smart. yeah, so you heat the rock up and then cook it. Um, You should... Also, be sure to pick a rock that is not in a damp environment because the rock would actually explode if you heat like a, a rock that is moist. Very dangerous. <laughs> Thank you for not, survival. Not, spe- <laughs> not speaking from personal experience. Survival tips for the ballet? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. just don't, don't cook on a wet rock. It's bad. Uh, yeah. Any more questions before I start my menu? <laughs> Yeah, what kind of cat food? What kind of cat kind of food? Broad concept. Uh, I didn't pick any, um, you know, pre-made cat food that you can buy at Petco. I um, I went with a homemade variant of cat food, which I will explain. Okay. Okay. That's all the questions I have. Move right. on. Okay. Okay. So, um, just just to go through the list again, um, we have the cold shoulder, which can be interpreted as just any cut of the shoulder that is, I don't know, freezed or refrigerated. So I combined that with beef. That means the chuck beef. It is rich and beefy, and you can, you can, there's two ways to go about it. You can roast it or grill it. This, at this point, we're going to, you're going to go with grilling it on the rocks. Mm. Yep. Uh, Alligator. Is the second ingredient, and now uh, this is a little difficult um, if you're not used to Southern cuisine or Floridan cuisine. Uh, but thankfully, in my time of need, I f- I find coming to my aid, Paula Dean. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> With her fried gator recipe. Which uh, requires one pound of alligator meat, um, ground black pepper, flour for dredging, one cup of buttermilk, one cup of hot sauce, one store-bought ranch dressing for dipping. We have alligator meat, no peppers, because it was not in the song. Uh, We have some flour, because we have bread. Uh, We do not have buttermilk, but we do have whipping cream. So we'll, we'll get there. Uh, thick water is basically just, um, any water that you boil with starch. So basically if you drop potatoes in it, or if you just drop cornstarch in, which is viable here because we do have corn. Whipped cream, if I break it down to its components, we'll have heavy cream and vanilla extract. Lean is interesting. Uh, would anyone like to explain what lean is to our audience? You've been quiet pretty recently, Paul. So, uh, tell us what lean is. We've all been quiet pretty recently. 
deflector shields, Paul. <laughs> I mean, lean is to be in or move into a slopping position. Slopping, sloping. Sloping. Oh. So lean or also sometimes it's called purple drink. Or the Lil Wayne Caesar seizure fuck. The Lil Wayne Caesar <laughs> juice. Yeah, time seven. Mm-hmm. Um lean is basically just an amalgamation of a whole bunch of different things, usually like Sprite, uh Kool-Aid, and hard no, drug. What you've never seen lean with Kool-Aid in no. it? It's really Jolly Ranchers in the Sprite. Wait. But you put cough syrup in it. Yes, you do. You do put cough syrup in it. Lean is is either Fanta or Sprite. Never Sprite Cranberry. Um, (laughs) With uh, cough syrup, it either contains comethazine, promethazine, or no, comethazine isn't a thing. Uh, Comethazine's a wrapper. (laughs) You just put comethazine in it. Either promethazine or activist in it. Um... It's called purple drink because it usually dyes it purple, like the cough syrup. And then you drop like Jolly Ranchers, Kool Aid, or other shit to make it sweet. It fucks your bowels up, makes you fucking fat, and it's just bad, kills you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. It is a drug <laughs> comprised of Sprite and cough syrup. And we will cook with it. Use <laughs> Could just use it as your beverage. Well, no. From the lean, I take the cough syrup. I extract the cough syrup. I want to use it. Um, the soda, you can pour it down the drain. I don't need it. But um, you can drink it. Uh, next up uh, is mouses. And here it's also a little difficult because um, Americans aren't really used to cooking with mouses. But here I find my Vietnamese heritage saving me because there is indeed a Vietnamese char-grilled coconut mouse or a quail. Where we're going with mouse. Cat food, as uh, Mr. Wright has uh, rightfully questioned. Uh, I went with a homemade recipe, which includes ground meat, rice, hard-boiled egg, olive oil, and chicken stock. Now, um, with these ingredients, I'm going to split them up and add them to my dishes separately. So we don't really have cat food per se, but once you go through the whole meal, you can say that you've had cat food, basically. Now, the next ingredient is acid. And uh, this is difficult because I cannot actually cook with LSD. That comes from a fungus. I chose to use um, just another, a different thing that can also be called an acid, uh, which is sodium hydroxide. Um, Rocks and bread and corn. Okay, so my appetizer is cornbread very simple uh you know you need uh some yeast some flour um you put some uh, vanilla extract in there if you want from the whipped cream don't need to um you have <laughs> corn starch um you have corn any any variant of corn i assume is uh l- legitimate and uh you put some uh, whipping cream on top of the cornbread and you serve it so it's delicious yeah. Yeah. Now, there are, just like Nick's meal, there is actually no true dessert, but actually two entrees served alongside each other. 
Oh, I thought you were just going to use the acid as a dessert. I thought the lean was going to be the dessert, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, it's just what the Wait cream. a minute. Whoa, 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 wait. Hold up. Is it sodium hydroxide corrosive to human body tissue? Yes, it is. It's hydrochloric acid. It's called an acid. They're all acids. So, you know. To mention, you know, sodium hydroxide um, will be used now because besides... Uh, Given acids, I could have gone with lime or lemon juice, which has citric acid and counts as acid. But if there is one other recipe that requires actual acid, it is making pretzels. Because you have to make a lye solution to base the, the pretzels with. And that's what gives them the sheen and the, the crunchy exterior. Yeah, so um, to combine this pretzel, Max, what the fuck? What? To combine this pretzel with uh, the cold shoulder cut of the beef, the chuck, that we have just roasted on the rocks, um, we have this recipe that I found, beer braised beef hot pretzels. It's not going to be beer braised. We're going to have ground. Um, we're going to have chuck uh, grilled and cut up into thin slices and wrap around the pretzels. Pretzels is, uh, you know, a simple affair. Um, you get some yeast. You get some warm water. Get some sugar, some bread flour, some uh, some salt, and uh, some butter. And we uh, just make the batter, cut them into thin strips, and shape them into a pretzel, refrigerate them, take them out, uh, base them with the lye solution. Oh, to remember, do add the vanilla extract to the pretzels. It would taste very good. And uh, after that, you can just put them in the oven, and they will go out, come out crispy and golden, and you wrap your piece of beef in it and then you make as this recipe also uh suggests a dipping sauce with it which uh which adds which asks for um a dark lager which is uh, a beer lager uh, or lager lager yeah lager i can't pronounce the word some mustard which we also don't have some honey and some syrup this is where the cough syrup comes in Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, we don't have uh, the beer, but we can make it because we do have yeast and flour. So we can make and sugar. So we can make some hodgepodge <laughs> alcohol, some moonshine, <laughs> you will. That is not what. <laughs> yeah, 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 whatever. If you want to explain what moonshine is, I really don't. Okay. You can make alcohol. Uh, you only need a quarter cup, so you know don't 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 dream big. Uh, no mustard, which is a little uh, sad. I can't really work with that. But you mix the cough syrup with your uh, with your uh, homemade beer, and you have the dipping sauce. Uh, so it's um, beef wrap pretzels with sweet medicinal sauce. Is my second dish. My third dish will seek to combine both the alligator 
and the mouses. All right. Yeah. Damn. Um, alligator is actually pretty simple. Uh, Paula Dean has shown us the way, and we only need to follow it. Uh, it is just alligator um, just cut up into chunks. Fried mm-hmm. alligator. Yeah, it's just fried alligator. And uh, this is where you get the egg from the your cat food ingredient. Instead of hard boiling it, you make a you make a you know just just coagulate. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word. Just dip the dip the alligator into the into the egg, and then drag it to flour and some breadcrumbs, and you fry it up. It's delicious. Um, last thing is the mouses. Uh, once again, ask for honey. We're once again going to replace honey. With cough syrup, uh, it asks for lime juice. I'm go. I'm going to replace it with acid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, it asks for sesame oil. We only have olive oil from the cat food recipe, so this is the most difficult thing I'm, we're going to do. Good, thankfully, you know, it's just you just grill it. So, you know, these these rats come skin, tail, and feet removed, already clean, I'm assuming, and you just butterfly them and slap them onto the hot rock, and they'll grow up nicely, and it'll taste like chicken. And that is my three-course meal. Damn, Val. For the Sounds s- delicious. And I call it the potato salad. So far, <laughs> Max is the only one out of us who has had a three-course deal- meal that is humanly edible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just want to put that out there. I just want to put that out there that we were like, yeah, we'll serve this to people. And then one of us is like, yeah, metal rods. And the other one's like, you know, hydrochloric yeah, acid. Hydrochloric acid. <laughs> it's not hydrochloric acid. It's sodium hydroxide. Oh, much better. It's different. <laughs> much more. Sodium appetizing. hydroxide is also poisonous. Yeah, that's why you don't, you know, actually. Get your skin you don't eat any of what I serve you. Actually, you just look at it. <laughs> you cook it, and that'll be fine. No, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it's like alcohol. Acid is like alcohol. You heard it here first, kids. If you see something acidic, you can just boil the acid out. Yes, or dip it in soap. It'll, it'll neutralize it. Yes, mm. the other thing made from lye soap. <laughs> What about you, Tim? What about me? Oh, my meal is more of a like a. There was there was an overarching theme of under the sea, um. But the first the first meal sort of is just like a palate cleanser. It gets you ready for the shit show that follows. It's a nice caprese salad, but instead of like spinach, we're instead going to use. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're instead going to use. Um, the leaves from the top of an oddish that will be anesthetized and it will be picked humanely, uh, unlike Max's dish and Nick's, where it's like, yeah, we just rip the Pokemon's fucking ear off. <laughs> um, <laughs> the um, it'll it'll be a sort of nice. It, Caprese was a bit of a lie. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, the oddish leaves will make up the majority of the salad. We will also have a nice pomegranate, a Mediterranean element, because this is the, the this is the we're looking out in the Mediterranean when we eat this. You know, we're about to go into the sea, so it'll have the um the pomeg berry cut up as the pomegranates because those have even more health benefits than the um actual pomegranate itself. We will drizzle it with some balsamic, some olive oil, and it'll be really good. There might be some cut up onion. 
you know, we'll riff on it a bit. It'll be different. Everybody will get a different salad. Then we will journey into the sea. And originally, uh, the idea is we're hard wheeling out of the Mediterranean and we're going to somewhere else known for their seafood, Japan. Um, so we're going to have a sashimi dinner, but we're going to use cuts from legendary fish throughout mythology. Uh, originally, I was going to have sashimi from a creature called a sea bishop. And I'm going to link it into the chat if any of you want to describe it to the listeners. But I decided not to because I was only going to use cuts from the human part of the sea bishop. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a fucking So if any of you would like to describe what that is to the listeners. Uh, imagine an Ottoman Empire warrior who also oh looks like a chicken. God. He's wearing leggings. Uh, he, he looks like Dumbledore as well. We'll link a picture in the comments. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not. Uh, and the word figure three is hanging right next to his yeah. head. I don't know how. Um, he looks like he's trying to do finger guns, but he isn't just... <laughs> Dude, look at his mouth-formed-ass fucking fingers, dog. They're tentacles. But it was gonna be... Originally, my dish was only gonna be the cuts from the human part of the sea bishop. But I decided against that, and instead, uh, I have a little, I have a little bit of a list. Of a, yeah, of a list. Thank you, Bao. Um, um, real quick, before Sam gets too far running away with his whole eco-friendly and animal-friendly meal, Oddish's leaves are actually prehensile and can use to scale vertical surfaces and catch light objects that are akin to his arms. He also uses them to absorb light, which he uses to be able to move. The I said they were anesthetized the when we took them off. I never said that. Like, oh, okay. They, well, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were pl plucking them off live oddishes. No. No, they're okay. still alive. They're still yeah. alive. They're just yeah, they're so they still don't alive. feel it. They'll wake up without arms, but you know. Yeah, but then he'll wake up without Yeah, then we'll put them down and we'll use them in other dishes. Calm no, no. down, dude. The oddish needs the leaves to absorb light to move. It will die within a, an you hour. You kill it afterwards. Yeah, it dies in an hour. Then we reuse it for stock. Like, Nick had the right idea when he was like, then we like use the rest of the devil hoe to like whatever, right? Like, <laughs> to like whatever. To like make the bone broth and shit. Anyways. Yeah. So, so, you're, so you're telling me your meal is going to have oddishes? No. The, <laughs> the part, other dishes in the restaurant will. <laughs> this fictional Mediterranean restaurant. Um, so the first, the first cut of sashimi we have will be from the fish part of the sea god Proteus. Um, uh, oh, no. the, a cut from uh, a mythological Japanese creature uh, called the... Uh, I have to look up the name so I don't mispronounce it. Uh, the Namazu, which is this big mythical catfish that guards um, gods. Uh, and it like thrashes about and causes earthquakes. That's their mythological explanation for how why earthquakes happen in Japan. Um, we'll have a... Uh, Cuts also from a shark octopus creature that is a cryptid that people cite as having been spotted off the coast of Portugal, known as the Lusca, which is one half, the front half is a shark, the back half is an octopus. So you'll have a little bit of both, right? You'll have a, you'll have a cut from the octopus part and a cut from the shark part as the second sashimi. And I was gonna have it served with a prawn salad made from clonchers, but then I looked it up and clonchers are a fucking foot long, so they don't really fit well into prawn salads. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be. Uh, and then the final cut of sashimi will be a cut from uh, the uh, salmon of knowledge from Irish mythology, rounding out the roster. 
And my dessert was originally going to be uh, jello shots made from the slime <laughs> from Dragon Quest. Just Ooh. because I've always wanted to have the slime from Dragon Quest. I always wonder what they taste like. But instead, I have decided to sub it in, given our earlier discussion. It is now the peanut butter chocolate chip smoothie from Robex with eight wheatgrass shots. <laughs> <laughs> that is a mythical, mythical meal. Yeah. Your dessert was going to be jello shots? Well, like jello shots with like some like nice, like refreshing peach drink. I don't know. You probably want to cleanse your palate from like catfish sashimi. And oh, shit. yeah, makes sense. This, you, I mean, you've eaten the sam part, a cut from the salmon of wisdom. And yeah. like you've had octopus. Fair enough. Yeah, shark. you don't want to overload. Yeah, I don't think you would pick the catfish for sashimi. No, That'd you be, wouldn't. Like, the worst choice. No, but you wash it. It's fine. It won't be covered in mud. No. That's totally not like literally no. part of the myth of the creature is that it's. Fucking, it lives under the mud in the islands of Japan or anything. <laughs> I mean, even still, like, dude. Well, shut up, shut up. I was going to fry it. I was going to fry Namazu, but then I realized that there was so much more potential by just making sashimi out of mythical fish. I think the real thing that we should have issues here with is Proteus, but, you know, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. What are you? What are you? What is your meal? Delicious proposition from Sam Dietrich. My meal is another dive back into a fictional world. Uh, I firmly believe that food tells a story about peoples and the particular person making it, and the people eating it as well. And so I thought one of my favorite stories is the story of the Last Airbender, Avatar Aang. So. My three-course meal is a dive into the cuisine of the world of Avatar. Please don't say sky bison. Um, um, why would I cook a sky bison? Jeez. So I thought instead of having one quote be from each nation, I thought that maybe you could take ingredients from each nation and blend them into one meal for each course, and they would come together in a certain harmony, since that's kind of what avatar is all about so my uh, my uh, appetizer is actually a smoothie um made out of a particular beverage from the earth kingdom kalen nutsko which can be found in the uh, the legend of Sora. it's made from a mixture of kale walnuts and coconut water and we're also going to put in there ash bananas from the fire nations Lychee nuts from either the Fire Nation or the Earth Kingdom, and moon peaches, a delicacy among the air nomads. So you blend that into a nice smoothie. Uh, originally, it was going to be cactus juice, but then I thought about lean for a while, and I realized that maybe uh, that's not the best idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> No, that would not. Um, then my entree is going to be a kind of ramen. But the soup for the ramen is going to be five flavors of soup from the Southern Water Tribe. Ooh. Uh, there's going to be steamed tofu, another dish from the Air Nation. And uh, from the Earth Kingdom, we'll have a deep-fried pickled radishes. Um... And from the Fire Nation... Is it going to be Fire Flakes? No, it's not going to be Fire Flakes. Although I did think about Fire Flakes. It's going to be Komodo Sausage. Oh, nice. Ooh. 
yeah. yeah. Which, if you don't know, is sausage made from the meat of a Komodo rhino, stuffed with rice and smoke. What are you? What are you? What are you using for the the sausage shell? The the intestine of a <laughs> moto rhino. Uh, <laughs> I see. <laughs> There's so much wrong with that exchange. Just, just. And finally, for dessert, we're gonna keep it very simple with uh, Avatar Aang's favorite dish, an egg custard tart from the Earth Kingdom. All of this information can be found on the Avatar, uh, the Last Airbender wiki. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sounds really good. It does. But there are no cabbages in this meal. No. The most prominent food in the whole series is not. Well, actually, they're just continuously getting ruined in the entire series. Cabbage? I'm assuming there's a shortage of cabbages, considering that, well, everywhere Aang and his friends go, Every cabbage merchant has some coincidental catastrophe happen to their shop. No, it's just well, there's apparently only one cabbage. Yeah. yeah, but he keeps replenishing it every time, though. Like I have faith. I mean, we do know he becomes successful eventually, but he has to stray away from the business of cabbages entirely into technology. And shouldn't we support his business? No, I'm not saying we shouldn't support it. <laughs> <laughs> Who straight up just said no? No. He ends up becoming an insanely wealthy businessman, as you can see in The Legend of Korra, with the advent of Cabbage Corp. He started from the bottom, though. That's respectable. Yeah, but then he becomes bourgeois scum. The invisible hand (laughs) guided him. So no, no cabbages. Fuck your cabbages. So if we all had to pick one of the meals that we'd eat, which one would we pick? Or like which like one of the courses that we'd eat? <laughs> Honestly, huh? Yours. I'm Sam. still gunning for fucking. I'm. It's a tie in my head for like the first two of Nick's and uh, Paul's now. Nick sounded the yeah. The first two sounded great. The third one is again inedible. Literally um, inedible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Paul's hey, the, main the course are, sounded yeah. fantastic. Pretzels are edible. Okay, so yeah, but everything that you cook <laughs> is either is tinged with lean or fucking acid, Bal. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I, expl- I thought I explained this, okay? The fucking lean, the cough syrup is only in the dipping sauce. You can forego the dipping sauce <laughs> if you want I'm it. still, I'm sorry, dog. I'm still probably going with Paul's meal. Or the All right. fu- I would say Paul's Nick's, but the fucking fantastic. third course of Nick was a massive fuck-up, and I still don't understand why he chose it. <laughs> It's supposed to be the I like the food that you would find in these places. Alright, Wolfgang Puck, Jesus Christ. <laughs> in addition to Paul's menu, uh, from the Earth Kingdom, the metal top metal bends. what? If we're gonna be eating metal now. Other than that, I think Paul's is the most... I think it's most consistently edible. Um, what about Sam that? sounds pretty good. Sam sounds good. Like, I think Sam's is definitely definitely there. Like, it, I would enjoy consuming that meal. Um, 
Yeah, I think most of them sound pretty good. Like, I would, I would eat the majority of these meals. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be Paul's, with Sam's as a close second. Nice. Nick? What? 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 Oh, okay. Well, this has been the Five of Swords, boy. <laughs> 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 Uh, my my choices would probably be uh, Paul's is first, and then um, probably yours, Sam. What about, what about you, Bao? Well, you know, I put so much effort into my potato salad, but it was incredibly. It was creative, incredibly great. You, you have a point, sound but again, super edible. The amazing <laughs> thing about it. The amazing thing about it is that you didn't have to make it inedible. You could have made something that people would enjoy to eat, but you decided to <laughs> make poison. I, I had to cook with lean. I, I don't know how The lean it. isn't the problem here. <laughs> yes, it is, apparently. <laughs> the acid is legit. Like, that's what you do to cook pretzels. You use actual sodium hydroxide. Huh. Like, look it up. No. <laughs> I mean, like, the um, fried alligator is pretty good. Like, I'm a level with you. Like, I just mean, fried, like, the South's cuisine is I just, we fucked this it up does. or we shouldn't eat it, so fry it, and then it's good. It's so, Paladine, and, so, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, it's one, no figure that Paula Dean does it, because, like, fried alligator is a thing. It is. I did search um, sodium hydroxide pretzels, and top results are: Are pretzels dangerous? Yes. And then I mean, yeah. follows up by saying, "No." I mean, yeah, you might burn yourself if you're not careful, but that's why you wear gloves and goggles. No, this this the pretzels seem good. You, you're good. You're good. Are you making a meth lab, Bell? What? No. Why would I ever do that in Gilliam Third? Well, on that note, our rap song shout out for the uh, end of this is Cruel Angel's Thesis. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I was just going to remind our listeners of Raekwon's ice cream. Which yeah, also the, that. Which will be the most difficult challenge after the potato salad challenge. Yes, no, the, I, I do applaud your creativity for the potato salad challenge. It was, it was, you made it work. You made it work. I I was proud of you for the cat food because that is just I was I was you did you did game that pretty hard. I'm a level with you. Um, if you have any That's feedback really about the podcast, please email us at sjcfucast at gmail all lowercase. Just uh, so you know, if you attack my cuisine tastes, I I will cry a lot. Yeah. Also, shout out to the guy that emailed us about my claim about the NCAA. This has been the Five of Swords. Uh, no, we're cutting. No, this. we're not. Goodbye, boys. <laughs>